Mother Nature is never in a hurry. Yet everything is done on time and perfectly. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. Glad to have you here. Been a pretty exciting week, actually, here at the Poultry Homestead. Really enjoying it, uh, yet I, uh, I feel rather hurried. And uh, I was uh, scrolling through Instagram for five minutes last night before bed, and I ran into that. Somebody had that quote on their bag of tea or you know those little tabs on your tea bag have motivational or inspirational or informate yeah informational quotes on them and uh, I ran into that one and I thought you know what I've been in too much of a hurry lately I just need to relax and freaking take my time and do my shit right and uh, sometimes you know, we all uh, we can all use a little grace from that, can't we? But uh, anyway, last night got home, and uh, you know, you guys know I've been kind of battling this pool situation a little bit. It's not not that I'm pressured to do it; it's just that I want to do it. Because you know, who wants a tarp on their pool in May? You know, I, with the wind blowing that thing all over the place. And if you live where we live, I mean, we are in the Great Plains. Okay, and yeah, we have a good shelter belt around the place, but for some reason, the wind really likes to come from the east lately, and the northeast, the southeast, or straight east, and it's whatever. Well, anyway, um, the tarp gets noisy and annoying, and it's dirty, and it doesn't look good, and a nice blue, clear, beautiful pool always looks good, so I thought, well, you know, Let's get her off. But uh, it took an awful lot of work to get that tarp off with the water on top of it. I siphoned everything out. Uh, what I did, uh, if you guys are wondering how to siphon stuff out, you can either use a garden hose. I use the pool vacuum hose because it's got more capacity. But um, you take that and then I took a shop vac and sucked on it until water starts coming out and then kept it low, obviously, because the water pulls itself out. Uh, the water will draw itself out of there. Uh, and it worked great. It worked really great. And uh, my awesome daughter last night goes, Oh, can we just get that cover off? I just want the cover off. And I, well, we'll get her, honey. Boy, you know, let me tell you, folks, it took a lot of work. Because our pool is a 33-foot circle, which doesn't seem that big if you think about it. But in reality, it's freaking huge. And to have a tarp that's slightly bigger than that, I mean, we're talking huge, you know? And I mean, the cable that holds the tarp is over 100 feet long. The, the, the tarp itself is probably 37 feet across because it's got to have slack in it. And the pool pillows are in there, and the winter chemicals are in there, and I mean, just all this stuff. So, you know, there was a lot to do, and we got her done. I mean, we were done by, I don't know, 8.30 or whatever to get the cover off. And I was filling it full of water as we were doing it, but that's kind of like spitting in the ocean. (laughs) 
a pool that big, it's over 18,000 gallons, and I have a garden hose that I filled it with last year. Took eh, a little under 24 hours, I think. But um, anyhow, it, it's working. It's all working great, and it's all working in time, and it's all going to be done on time and on budget. And what, what one thing I couldn't believe is that when I took the pool cover off, the water was crystal clear. I mean, my daughter saw it at first, and she goes, Dad, the water's clear! You know, because I, she was the one that kind of manned the tarp as I was taking the uh, cable off of the tarp. And, uh, yeah, I was just so happy to see a nice, blue, clear water. So, uh, folks, just when you think... Uh, I, I, I honestly thought with all the dust and everything and the wind blowing underneath that tarp and the wind catching it and all that, and how dirty the top of the tarp was, you know, from all the dust and everything, I honestly thought that the pool was going to be black, basically, and uh, to see nice blue, clear pool water. Folks, let me tell you, that is one of the best feelings uh, I've had in a long time. <laughs> I mean, just to look at it and be like, wow, you know. But anyway, we got the tarp off. Uh, we got, I got to wash that yet, but I folded her up, put her in the barn, and uh, I'll do that this weekend on a side hill so, so it drains and whatever. And uh, my daughter's happy. My wife's happy. I'm happy. It's uncovered. Thank heavens. It looks good. My wife's got the old garden hose in there today. Hopefully she puts a few, about another foot and a half in there or so. I don't know. And uh, things will look good. But anyway, today I wanted to talk to you folks about getting your place ready for a farm sitter. Uh, it's a pretty simple subject. And as long as you just do your homework and do your due diligence before you leave... Uh, on vacation, you know, we're only going to be gone for a, a few days, you know, what is it, five days? And But, you know, we want to make sure, I guess the biggest thing you can do and the biggest favor you can do for a farm sitter is to ensure that they have it as easy as possible. Now, our farm sitter is totally awesome. Um, and this person loves horses and knows horses like you wouldn't believe. And that's actually the most difficult part of the farm is the horses. So in that respect, this person is the person for the job on these horses. Uh, she will do an amazing job on them, always has, always taken great care, knows what to look for, and uh, knows anything to keep an eye on. But... Um, as far as the chickens and the quail go, what we're trying to do is we're trying to streamline what's going on there so that all she's got to do is feed them, water them, collect eggs. That's it. So this weekend, before we leave, the big thing we are going to be doing is cleaning out chicken coops, cleaning out the pen, quail pen, getting everything ready making sure everything is streamlined, making sure all the feed barrels are full, making sure all the, just every single little thing is done for these animals before we leave. You know, like the quail, you can pretty much feed every other day the way I have it, 
But if you just make it a daily routine, it's easy and it's just a couple cups of food, really. Um, <clears throat> and the chickens, it's pretty easy. I mean, you can just fill the five gallon pail and, and do it to it, you know. But um, just feed water, done. You know, collect eggs whenever you feel like it, done. You know, I mean, if the eggs stay out there for a day or two, no big deal. They got their bloom on them. They don't need to be washed. They're good. You know, like I say, at the end of the day, when you have a farm sitter, the, the, if your animals are alive when you get back and everybody's happy, you're good. You know, uh, nothing needs to be done absolutely the way you do it or perfectly. Uh, we do have a couple dogs, uh, which will be let in and out for potty and also fed couple times a day that's pro they're probably more difficult than the poultry is to be honest because you know they like attention and whatever but uh yeah so getting your place also if you ever have the opportunity to find someone that is very passionate about taking care of your animals that's always a good thing uh like i say you know there may be uh, a few people on the back burner that you may need to keep in mind, like uh, handy people, you know, say your furnace breaks down or your, you know, whatever. Uh, air conditioner breaks or, or some tractor vehicle or whatever. But like I said, you know, before we leave, everything's gonna be mowed, everything's gonna be taken care of, everything's gonna be nicey-nice. And uh, this person's just basically gonna have to do all that the easy stuff hopefully which you know will be an awful lot for one person to bite off and chew you know but uh thank god we have the world's greatest farm sitter um so anyway that's just kind of an overview of what to get ready and how to streamline your chores for that person making it as easy as possible and not to mention when you streamline it for that other person maybe think of your own efficiencies and how you can improve upon your own daily efficiencies in your chores and in how you're doing everything you do you know but anyway i suppose i got some stuff to do today and i better get rocking and rolling I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I know it's kind of a hurried episode. Uh, this has been a season where things are really starting to amp up at work and at home for the year. Uh, my heart rate is a little higher these days. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, a guy can crack a Pabst Blue Ribbon and just say fuck it, you know. I guess I might have to get a little bit better at that. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I appreciate y'all listening, and uh, I do want to connect with anybody that feels they'd like to be interviewed on this uh, podcast. Uh, I, I do need some gardening people that know their shit. Um, I haven't really had a whole lot of time, but, you know, if one of you were to insta-message me or email me, that might light a fire under my butt. I still have an interview with a real estate agent that I need to do. But uh, that being said, just hang in there, folks. I appreciate you. Hope you found a little bit of value out of this episode. Getting ready for a farm sitter. And uh, if you want to connect, it's Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. 
Also, Instagram, feel free to connect there anytime. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Remember, don't be in too much of a hurry because nature, nature does everything perfectly and it's never in a hurry. You obviously know that. Anyway, have a good one.